0: Chapter One of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Coffee Break Collection Twenty One Fairy Tales, Tall Stories, and Scams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in July 2019. Huckleberry Finn Chapter 1 You don't know about me without you have read the book by the name of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. But that ain't no matter. That book was made by Mr. Mark Twain, and he told the truth, mainly. There was things which he stretched, but mainly he told the truth. That's nothing. I ain't never seen anybody but lied one time or another, without it was Aunt Polly or the widder. Or maybe Mary. Ain't Polly, Tom's Ain't Polly, she is, and Mary, and the widder Douglas, is all told about in that book, which is mostly a true book, with some stretchers, as I said before. Now, the way that book winds up is this: Tom and me found the money that the robbers hid in the cave, and it made us rich. We got six thousand dollars apiece, all gold. "'It was an awful sight of money when it was piled up. "'Well, Judge Thatcher, he took it and put it out at interest, "'and it fetched us a dollar a day apiece all the year round, "'more than a body could tell what to do with. "'The widow Douglas, she took me for her son "'and allowed she would civilize me, "'but it was rough living in the house all the time, "'considering how dismal regular and decent the widow was in all her ways.' and so when I couldn't stand it no longer, I lit out. I got into my old rags and my sugar hog's head again and was free and satisfied. But Tom Sawyer, he hunted me up and said he was going to start a band of robbers, and I might join him if I'd go back to the winter and be respectable. So I went back. The widow, she cried over me and called me a poor lost lamb, and she called me a lot of other names, too, but she never meant no harm by it. She put me in them new clothes again, and I couldn't do nothing but sweat and sweat and feel all cramped up. Well, then the old thing commenced again. The widow rung the bell for supper, and you had to come to time when you got to the table you couldn't go right to eatin but you had to wait for the widder to tuck down her head and grumble a little over the victuals though there weren't really anything the matter with em. that is nothing only everything was cooked by itself in a barrel of odds and ends it's different things get mixed up and the juice kind of swaps around and things go better after supper she got out her book and learned me about moses and the bulrushers and i was in a sweat to find out all about him but by and by she let it out that moses had been dead a considerable long time so then i didn't care no more about him because i don't take no stock in dead people pretty soon i wanted to smoke and asked the widow to let me but she wouldn't "'She said it was a mean practice and wasn't clean, "'and I must try not to do it any more. "'That is just the way with some people. "'They get down on a thing when they don't know nothing about it. "'Here she was a-bothering about Moses, "'which was no kin to her, "'and no use to anybody being gone, you see, "'yet finding a power of fault with me "'for doing a thing that had some good in it. "'And she took snuff, too. Of course that was all right, "'cause done it herself. "'Her sister, Miss Watson,' a tolerable slim old maid with goggles on had just come to live with her and took a set at me now with a spelling-book she worked me middling hard for about an hour and then the widow made her ease up i couldn't stood it much longer then for an hour it was deadly dull and i was fidgety miss watson would say don't put your feet up there huckleberry and don't scrunch up like that huckleberry sit up straight "'And pretty soon she would say, "'Don't gap and stretch like that, Huckleberry. "'Why don't you try to behave?' "'Then she told me all about the bad place, "'and I said I wished I was there. "'She got mad then, but I didn't mean no harm. "'All I wanted was to go somewheres. "'All I wanted was a change. "'I weren't particular. "'She said it was wicked to say what I said, "'said she wouldn't say it for the whole world. "'She was going to live so as to go to the good place.' "'Well, I couldn't see no advantage in going where she was going, "'so I made up my mind I wouldn't try for it. "'But I never said so, "'because it would only make trouble and wouldn't do no good. "'Now she had got a start, "'and she went on and told me all about the good place. "'She said all a body would have to do there "'was go around all day long with a harp and sing forever and ever. "'So I didn't think much of it, but I never said so.' I asked her if she reckoned Tom Sawyer would go there, and she said not by a considerable sight. I was glad about that, because I wanted him and me to be together. Miss Watson, she kept pecking at me, and it got tiresome and lonesome. By and by, they fetched the niggers in and had prayers, and then everybody was off to bed. I went up to my room with a piece of candle and put it on the table, then i sat down in a chair by the window and tried to think of something cheerful but it weren't no use i felt so lonesome i most wished i was dead the stars were shining and the leaves rustled in the woods ever so mournful and i heard an owl away off hoo-hooing about somebody that was dead and a will, and a dog crying about somebody that was going to die and the wind was trying to whisper something to me and i couldn't make out what it was and so it made the cold shivers run over me Then away out in the woods, I heard that kind of sound that a ghost makes when it wants to tell about something that's on its mind and can't make itself understood, and so can't rest easy in its grave, and has to go about that way every night grieving. I got so downhearted and scared, I did wish I had some company. Pretty soon a spider went crawling up my shoulder, and I flipped it off, and it lit in the candle, and before I could budge, it was all shriveled up i didn't need anybody to tell me that that was an awful bad sign and would fetch me some bad luck so i was scared and most shook the clothes off of me i got up and turned around in my tracks three times and crossed my breast every time and then i tied up a little lock of my hair with thread to keep witches away but i hadn't no confidence you do that when you've lost a horseshoe that you found instead of nailing it up over the door but i hadn't ever heard anybody say it was any way to keep off bad luck when you killed a spider i sat down again a-shaking all over and got out my pipe for a smoke for the house was all as still as death now and so the widow wouldn't know well after a long time i heard the clock away off in the town go boom 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 Twelve licks, and all still again, stiller than ever. Pretty soon I heard a twig snap down in the dark amongst the trees. Something was a stirring I sat still and listened. Directly I could just barely hear a, yow, yow, down there. That was good, says I. Meow. Meow as soft as i could and then i put out the light and scrambled out the window on to the shed then i slipped down to the ground and crawled in among the trees and sure enough there was tom sawyer waiting for me End of chapter one of huckleberry finn